when we look at that house from the front, it looks like one story, but it drops down the back with that, and you guys need to take the 35. Well, wait a minute, we don't carry a 35 on our engine, we only carry a 28. Well, you better get the ladder company or somebody who's carrying a 35 in there fast. Enchanted Sky Media. Media. Federal Resources Studio. This is Code 3, the Firefighters Podcast, hosted by award-winning journalist Scott Orr. Code 3 features interviews with leading members of the fire service, discussing firefighting strategy, tactics, and other topics you need to know more about. Now, here's Scott. That's right, and I will not let Parkinson stop me. Thank you for joining me for another edition of Code 3. This is the show for and about firefighters. We're informing and entertaining members of the fire service, just like you, from coast to coast. Okay, here's a scenario to consider. You pull up to a working fire and apartment building. Flames are showing at several windows on the first floor, and heavy smoke is coming from windows on the second floor. There are multiple victims hanging out of windows on the second and third floors. Your engine is first in with a total crew of four firefighters. Who do you rescue first and which ladder should you use? That's the kind of question we're going to answer today with Greg Jakubowski. He's a fire protection engineer and certified safety professional. Greg started his fire service career in 1978. He's a Pennsylvania State Fire Instructor and a former chief of the Lingohawken, Pennsylvania Fire Company. He's a principal in Fire Planning Associates, a company that helps fire departments, cities, and businesses with pre-emergency planning. And Greg Jakubowski joins me now. Welcome to Code 3. Good morning, Scott. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. So that was a pretty intense scenario. Is there a fast way to select the right ladder to reach the victims? Well, the fastest way, Scott, would be assuming that your crew trains regularly on your ground ladders and you know what you carry on your engine, quint, ladder, whatever you happen to be riding today, and you can pull that ladder off quickly, throw it up and use it and know how how far it will reach to whether it's the balconies, whether it's the windows or whatever. But Many fire departments don't have that luxury of training on some regular basis with their ground ladders, so they need to have some other tools in their toolbox to quickly figure this one out. What are some examples of what those tools might be? Well, uh, Scott, so if you're into math, and most of us are not, and you're into math with letters, which definitely most of us are not, <laughs> there's a the old the old calculation of a squared plus b squared equals c squared, and c squared is that length of the ladder, and the a squared is how far away from the building, and the b squared is how high it is to the window. I've had a lot of math classes. Some of them that I've had, I liked so much, I took them again. <laughs> so You're strange, I, obviously. <laughs> I've had a lot of, as an engineer, I've had a lot of that background. But still in my mind, when I'm looking at that building, 
I'm struggling to, to figure that equation out. So I, I try and go back to something maybe a little simpler. And what would that be? I try and think about the ladders based on the first number in the ladder. So if it's a, let's say it's a 14-foot roof ladder or straight ladder that you happen to be carrying, I can probably reach most first floor windows and even maybe the roof of a uh, of a first floor, a one-story type of building, and it has the number one in front of it. If I'm carrying a 24, a 26, or a 28-foot extension ladder, that has a two in front of it, and I'm probably reaching the second floor window, a balcony, uh, again, or maybe even the second floor roof of a two-story building. It, it's not perfect, but that may be done. And it certainly is going to depend on conditions, on the slope away from the building that the ground has, if there's snow on the ground, if there's things in the way that I can't get the ladder close enough. Uh, and the same goes if I carry, let's say, a 35-foot is a common ladder that, that people carry is uh, I'm going to reach that third floor. And I might even reach the the window on a, the, the bottom of a window on a fourth floor, depending on how far apart those those stories are, how high those stories. So it's a real rough way of doing things, and it's certainly not perfect. And I'm sure many people would tell me, oh, you know, we have this building and we have that building in our area. The height between the floors or the height of the windows are, are very high. And I guess in my perspective, uh, I would tell you, well, you better get out there and look at those buildings and spend time practicing at those buildings to see which ladder really works to get at those windows. I'll be back with more right after this. Federal Resources is a mission-critical solutions provider with only one goal, to empower and prepare the first responder for any threat, at home or abroad, that they are called on to respond to. Your mission is to protect and defend. Our mission is to make sure you're equipped with the knowledge and training on response techniques to current threats. We'll make sure you know the latest innovations in technology to ensure mission success every time. You look out for everyone else. Let us look out for you. Learn more at federalresources.com. So do firefighters, by and large, practice enough with ladders of different lengths in your experience? Well, I've been doing this a long time in a lot of different places, and I get to visit around the country in different places because of teaching and, and other things. And you can, in this business, you can almost never practice enough. There are many departments that are very skilled. And in some cases, I've even seen them in their apparatus bay. They may have a, a two-level apparatus bay that's that's got a high ceiling. And I've even seen them paint a line or even paint a window on the wall of the apparatus bay up at you know where a, a second floor window might be in a uh, an average building in their coverage area so they can practice throwing ladders in the bay itself in all weather conditions no matter what uh, without taking basically taking their apparatus out of service so you know to answer your question more directly i, I think many departments don't practice enough with the ground ladders and we would certainly like to see them practice that more and we're just talking about the height of the ladder right now. We haven't even talked about manpower issues. And we're going to do that right now. 
Another consideration is that ladders get heavier as they get longer. So what's the longest practical size for two men to carry at a fire ground? Well, and, and uh, certainly in today's fire service, we talk about firefighters as opposed to, to firemen. And, and there's firefighters of all different shapes and sizes. You know, back back when in my younger days, 30 years ago, you know, myself and another guy that was, you know, another firefighter that was my size and my condition, we'd probably carry a 35-foot ladder with the two of us with no problem. But I'm getting old. I've been doing this a long time, Scott, and I don't know that I'm I'm carrying that 35 today without uh, the help of at least uh, two other people, maybe three. My personal favorite, if it can make it work, is like a 28-foot two-section ladder that can probably be easily carried by two firefighters and easily put into service with two firefighters. The issue with the 28-foot two-section and a two-section foot ladder is going to be lighter in weight than a three-section. The issue is is that becomes kind of lengthy, and uh, some of the short wheelbase apparatus that people may be buying or uh, or quince or et cetera, you may not be able to fit that two-section 28-foot ladder uh, in your bed or hanging off the side of your truck without a long overhang on the back. So. There's pluses and minuses to all these things. Um, I'd certainly like to to have a 40, 45, or 50 foot what we call a banger ladder, a pole ladder, but that takes at least four people to put up, and that'll reach you know anything other than something we get into a mid-rise building or or higher. Is that length of a ladder typical for most departments to carry on some apparatus somewhere? That long ladder, that pole ladder, that banger ladder that we mentioned, that's faded away. A lot of people are not carrying those. There are some departments that certainly do carry it, but many do not. A lot of ways we're relying on a uh, more and more departments are buying a, a piece of apparatus with a fixed aerial ladder on the apparatus, hydraulic at ladder, and we're relying on that. Certain buildings, you, you can't get that ladder uh, to the sides or maybe the rear of the building, and that's where these victims are hanging from the windows in the rear. And you've, you've got to be good, you've got to be fast, and you've got to be practiced to get those people out the window when when that situation presents itself. And I was going to bring that up because some firefighters are probably thinking they won't need to throw a ground ladder for a three-story building if they ride a quint, but that's not always going to work, is it? No, and, and oftentimes quints are being built, again, short wheelbase, maybe single rear axle. And certainly today there are some options for getting a 100-foot aerial on that type of chassis. But in many cases, you're talking about a larger vehicle when you talk about a 100-foot ladder. And you got cars parked in a parking lot. You've got setbacks from the road. You've got other things that block your access. And it, it becomes difficult to reach windows of the building with that aerial ladder if you're presented with those kind of problems. Now, when a building sits on a hillside, it's going to require a different ladder for the Charlie side than the Alpha side. How can you estimate what that would be without running around the building to look? 
<laughs> Scott, that's a great question. And uh, if if I had an answer to that, to just looking at it from the front of the building, I'd be a really smart guy. Uh, <laughs> but but I don't. And we certainly know some some cities that face this all the time: uh, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, and others that that sit on hills. And there's a lot of uh, of hill situations those those folks have to get out there and they have to get around the back of these buildings and have a look at this particularly when the buildings are being built uh, that's the best time to get out there is is before they're occupied and and sort through this and figure this out and do a bit of a pre-plan talk about it don't hold that information inside pass it on to the other shifts or the other members of your volunteer department, you know, spend some time. Hey, we went out to this this building today, and we went around the back of it, and you know, it that's a good thirty foot from the ground to the to the base of the window to the sill of the third floor window uh, around back. Even though when we look at that house from the front, it, it's one looks like one story, but it drops down the back with that. And you guys need to take the thirty five. Well, wait a minute. We don't carry a 35 on our engine. We only carry a 28. Well, you better get the ladder company or somebody who's carrying a 35 in there fast. And you better talk to your department's apparatus people and say, hey, when we're we're buying another engine to cover this area, you better think about putting a bigger ladder on that truck because we need it for this this neighborhood. And those those homes or residences with that type of design where you look in the front, you see one or two stories and it's dropped to, to three or sometimes more around the back. Unfortunately, that's that's caused some trouble and resulted in some firefighter fatalities for a little bit, some different reasons than we've talked about here uh, in both of those places, in both Pittsburgh and San Francisco. Uh, so the challenges in those types of buildings in that type of a setting are extreme. All right, Greg Jakubowski, thanks for talking with us today on Code 3. You're welcome, Scott. It was a pleasure. And we put some more information about ground ladder selection and rescues on our website at code3podcast.com slash ladders. Check it out. Now, here comes your trivia question. What's the formula used to calculate cardiac output? I'll have the answer right after this. If you like Code 3, you'll love the Code 3 Bull Session. It's more discussion with our guests on any topic. Sometimes it's serious. Sometimes it's not so serious. But it's only available to patrons of Code 3. Find out what you've been missing. Go to Code3Podcast.com support. Pledge just $10 a month to support Code 3, and you'll get immediate access to all the Bull Sessions in our library and future interviews as we post them. Become a patron today, support the show, and get access to the Code 3 Bull Sessions. Here is the trivia answer. The formula used to calculate cardiac output is stroke volume times heart rate. All right, that's it. That's all for this edition of Code 3. If you have comments about the show or ideas for a guest or guests you'd like to hear, just email me, scott at co3podcast.com. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next time with more, and I hope you'll join me. I'm Scott Orr, and until then, stay safe. Code 3 is made possible through the generous support of Federal Resources. Visit them at federalresources.com. 
This show is a production of Enchanted Sky Media. To contact us, get more information on today's show, or to subscribe to the podcast, go to Code3Podcast.com.